Hey, my beautiful people. Welcome back to Save the Good Girl, the SOE edition. And SOE stands for a shot of Erica, like a shot of an espresso or the appetizer before the meal. And these are bonus episodes that I will post every week before I actually post the full episodes, but something to just hold you over. And in this episode, I want to talk about making decisions. It's something that we all have to do. And even if we don't want to, We still have to do it. And I still was deciding whether or not if I want to do an episode about making decisions. Like, (laughs) it's crazy. Let's get into it. Welcome to Save the Good Girl. We will get back to this fabulous episode, but I just wanted to let you know that you can find Save the Good Girl on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and YouTube. There is also a chance for you to be featured on the show. Check out the link in the description to send me a voice message. In addition to the podcast, did you know that Save the Good Girl has a blog? Be a part of VIP by subscribing to the email list on savethegoodgirl.com. So many options to stay connected. All right, let's get back to the episode. It's always so easy to make a decision when you have a firm answer, (laughs) you know, like, yes, I'm going to do this or nope, I'm not doing that. But when you're in that place of I don't know, making a decision is not that easy. And I'll tell you, honestly, I am horrible. I am indecisive about almost everything. It takes me a very long time to make a decision. But my reasoning is I have the fear of the unknown. Even if it's a positive thing, I do have that fear of the unknown. And there are so many reasons, like so many different foundations as to why we can't make decisions. And it could be that fear of the unknown. It also could be insecurities of maybe past decisions you've made that wasn't the best. So you're afraid of your own decisions. And it could be of the fact that you really just don't know. You don't know, or you just don't have enough information or, you know, you're just literally you're indecisive, (laughs) like you're indecisive, but it can also be deeper things as well. And when you make a decision, you also have to consider the setting. Like we really, really need to consider the the setting and who we're actually speaking to and how we actually feel in that moment. And the reason why I'm saying that is because when making a decision, if you are very, very heightened, like either extremely excited or extremely upset, your decision can work against you. So let me give you an example. If you're very happy that you just got a new job and you're like, yes, I got this new job and um, you decide, you know what, I'm going to treat myself and I'm going to spend $7,000 on a bag. Is that the best thing to do? I don't know. right? So it's like, maybe, maybe not, but you're so hype and you're so excited and you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to get this bag. Or if you're very upset, certain decisions at that time where it's like, maybe you shouldn't have broke all his windows in his car. Maybe you shouldn't have done that. You know, I'm just, I'm just saying, but again, when you are in a very heightened place, I don't think that's the time to make any decisions, even when you are extremely excited, because those endorphins are not, you're not running your mind. That excitement is running you. And you're just kind of like going with that current emotion and not thinking about the aftercare and the after effects of what can happen based on your decisions. And another setting to think about is 
when you know when people say like I need to sleep on it I need to sleep on it no one ever makes a decision in a loud place right like you don't make a decision at a party like it's you don't do that. Even people who work in the clubs, you need to really be in a place where you can kind of think about the pros and the cons and, okay, how is this going to benefit me? And I'm going to do this and I feel good about it. There's a lot of things to consider when we make decisions. It doesn't matter how big or small the decision is. So <clears throat> a lot of people say that, let me sleep on it. I need to make sure. And having that time for yourself, you know, having that me time so that you can just be in that space to say, okay, this is exactly what I'm going to do. And making decisions, you know, in terms of you don't want to make the wrong decision. The question is, is it really the wrong decision? And I know that there's a lot of things that are incorrect. There's a lot of things that are wrong. There's a lot of things that we should be privy to, but then I thought about it and I'm like, but that wouldn't make our stories so beautifully flawed and so unique. There are certain decisions and pain and battles that we really had to go through that, you know, we made, like we made these decisions and we had to go through them. And the thing is, these decisions that we think at the time are bad decisions, they actually really end up helping us later if you choose not to be a victim. If you choose to say, okay, this is what I've done, have learned from it, and this is how I'm going to move forward. If you look at your situation and say, okay, I got this. This is what I'm going to do next time, <laughs> you know? And I feel like every time you wake up, you have a new opportunity. So even if you have to make dis uh, different decisions and catch yourself on a daily basis, that's all right. Because at least you're trying and you're in a better space to just kind of keep going and keep having that momentum. But making the decisions sometimes, especially when they're very big decisions in regards to your life, those are not very easy decisions to make. Even when you're fulfilling your purpose, like you have to make a choice. Deciding to um, stay in a relationship or um, a change in your career you know, all of these things are scary. They're very, very scary. Like I had to make a decision to do this. I had to make a decision. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I had to force myself to do it, put myself in a creative space so that my decision and my outcome are my own. And the reason why I'm saying that is because it's very easy to get distracted and utilize someone else's opinion into forming your own decision when technically it's not really your decision. It's a culmination of everyone you spoke to and now you're just being the physical form to push it out. Okay, I know that's a lot of things that I just said, like a lot of deepness, but that's what it is, right? Like you're, if you talk to four different people and they're all telling you certain things, but in your core, you know that this decision is going to the right, but you talk to four people to convince you to go to the left, you may go to the left. And it doesn't mean that you can't make your own decisions or you have a um, limited mind and it's like, oh, you can't do things on your own. To a certain extent, like everybody is influenced by what others say. 
And that's why there are certain decisions that you do need to make on your own because you don't want the opinion of others to sway you in the direction that you naturally want to go towards, you know? So it's kind of like being in a space and knowing the difference between, okay, I need help. I need help with this decision. I'm not quite sure, but here are the facts. Here's what I'm thinking. And then you can talk to someone, let them know where your thoughts are versus them kind of forming your own thoughts, you know? So I just feel like we have to be careful with that because you don't want to be in that space. Like in any state of vulnerability, you are very, your guard is down because you're seeking help. Like you just want to know, you're not sure, you don't know. And it's very easy because when you talk to someone, they can kind of make a decision for you. You're like, okay, yeah, do this, do this, do that. And you're like, okay, great. We're not robots. <laughs> so it's like, we have to really sit there and think about what are we going to do and how are we going to move forward? And when I make this decision, how is this going to benefit me? I think that's another thing to think about. When I make this decision and I decide to dedicate time to do X, Y, and Z or go for X, Y, and Z, what am I gaining when I do this? How is this helping me? Am I going to see changes in this area? Am I going to feel stronger? Am I going to feel better? Am I going to learn something from this? Like what is, how is this going to benefit you? Maybe leaving that toxic relationship, that is a good decision for you, right? Of course you have to figure that out on your own time, but maybe that's a good decision for you. And then you think about the benefits as to why, because you don't want to feel like X, Y, and Z. You don't want to deal with X, Y, and Z. So now you made a decision on your own. But if you talk to so many people like, oh no, girl, he's just joking. He doesn't mean to call you a dumb bitch every day. He's just joking. It's like, ah, uh, okay. <laughs> like, um, I don't know, sis. You think he's joking? I don't know. So I feel like, in terms of being indecisive or making a decision, we have to think about a couple of things. Where are our indecisiveness? Where is that stemming from? Is it from fear? Is it because you really don't know? Is it because you feel like you have a fear of your own decisions from the past? Is it because you feel like you want to maybe kind of like have approval from others like where is that coming from like where is that coming from and then also decide your setting so making sure that you are in a quiet place and making sure that the decisions are your own and sometimes understanding when to be alone to make your decisions and then also think about the benefit after you make your decision how is this going to help you make you grow what is it and then in the event that you've made a decision that did not turn out to be at your favor at the time, know that it is there, whatever happened, it is there to teach you something. So now after that has occurred, when that has subsided, what have you learned? What have you learned and how can you be a little quicker and sharper to make a better decision next time? So this episode was just really to kind of get that out because I'm very indecisive and, but I know where mine is stemming from. And I kind of, I'm, I'm in this place where I, I need to make my decisions in silence and that's exactly what I do. And when I need to talk to people, I, I know, I know when to identify when it's time for me to 
call, phone a friend, <laughs> you know, like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. I don't know. I need help. Maybe it's my brain. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. Because sometimes when you're in your thoughts too much, you do need to kind of like have someone reel you back in. So thanks for tuning in on this SOE, this shot of Erica, you know, a little shot and uh, tune in this week for the next episode. I like when you guys come back and we're all talking, you know, it's, it's really, really, it makes me feel very happy, <laughs> but I'm excited to come back and talk to you again. And I hope you guys are enjoying this SOE and the other SOEs and I'll make sure to keep them coming. But let me know, what do you think about that? How do, how do you deal with being indecisive? And how do you feel about making decisions? Remember, if you heard this, you have purpose. And I'm excited for you guys to be here. And just come back, you know, this week and tune in for the rest of the episodes. Thank you, guys. I feel like we're connecting, so let's make sure we're connected. You can find Save the Good Girl on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Did you know about the Save the Good Girl blog? Yes, there is a blog. Check out savethegoodgirl.com to subscribe to the fabulous VIP email list and be the first to know about new podcast episodes, new blog posts, and giveaways. In addition to listening to Save the Good Girl on many platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify, and many more, you can also subscribe to the Save the Good Girl YouTube channel if YouTube is more of your thing. There are so many options to stay connected and be a part of the Save the Good Girl community. For all updates, or if you just want to contact me to say hello, ask me a question, or send me a comment, check out the contact section on savethegoodgirl.com.